This is LOTL89, and on tonight's episode, we're talking our poll of the week, which has to do with cauliflower crust uh, pizza and whether it really is pizza. So we'll get into that. Uh, we talk about our top five. Uh, last week, we did our uh, kind of look back at the 2010s. Uh, we're continuing that this week with our top five favorite songs of the 2010s. Some interesting stuff there. Um, we get into some reviews and some news where Jordan talks us through uh, two new cool um, places opening up for ciders. And then we talk about a controversial uh, brewery closing that we learned about today. Um, after that, we talk about some sports. We get into some Browns coaching search talk. And then we talk about the Cavs and the news that broke last night about thugs versus slugs. So we get into that. Um, after that, Jordan talks about a festival that's coming up uh, within the next month. That should be pretty cool that a lot of people will be into. And uh, after that, we talk about our move for the week. So without further ado, we start with the beer of the week. Let's do it. I'm coming in. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Yeah, coming in hot, coming in hot. Just like the fajita, like the fajita. I write what I live, write what I live. My life in the speaker, life the speakers. I'm nice with the flow, nice with the Just like the demeanor, like the demeanor. I'm feeding my fam, I'm feeding the meter. Uh, they got the iron while I got the steamer. All right, Jordan. What are we drinking here? What'd you bring us? Well, guys, I actually found us a new brew that we haven't tried yet. Um, yeah, it's it kind of weird. a small batch series. We've featured several small batch series. This is the first one, I believe, that we've uh, served from Platform. Ooh. It is called Inside My Head Small Batch IPA series. Cue the Lincoln Park. Yeah. It is a hazy IPA. That's actually so, really freaking good. Yeah. No. Wow. Okay. So I, I had a reaction. I did, you know. I think they need to before they, we start recording, and it was the I was like, oh wow, that's really good. It's got a nice citrusy flavor. It's very smooth, very drinkable. Uh, it's definitely not a bitter IPA. Bless you, champ. Um, I, I think like uh, I think platform needs to drop the small on the can and make it a large batch. Yeah, this this is one that I could shout out platform. By if the you're way, listening, whoever designed the can, I love it. Very yeah. simple. Well, platform cans are always nice yeah. and minimal. It almost looks like it's it's almost looks like a watermark. It looks yeah. like, so it's inside my head, it looks like, I'm not even sure how to explain it, but um, cells and whatnot, you know what I'm talking about? What? Yeah, it looks no, like, like, like almost the, the like, a, like a cell it. structure, like a yeah. honeybee. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a little pattern. Right, like the uh, like DNA. It looks like DNA strands. Yeah, yeah. almost, yeah. yeah. Good job, platform. Uh, yeah, platform. This is really good. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm going to read the description from Untapped. Says bright citrus aromas. All right. Since this was named after a Lincoln Park song, I wanted to put that out there. Uh, anyhow, sorry. Like I was saying, let me uh, re- restart that. Bright citrus <coughs> aromas affront your nose, followed by a distinct dankness. Mm. Brewed with citra. It's such a weird word. Dank. Yeah. I Dank. Brewed with citra. Oh boy. Cairo, Cairo, and lesser-known Calista. Wow, these are hops and terms I don't know. Anyways, uh, Citra Creo, Citra Creo, and Calista. Cryo, hops. Cryo Creo, I don't something know. like that. 
We're uh, obviously experts here. Callista. Clearly. That packs a tropical punch. I agree with that. Would you agree? Voss. The yeast is Voss Vec. Mm. Is that how you say it? I think. Kavec? Vec? I don't know. Would you not agree, though, that it packs a tropical punch? Oh, yeah. And I never noticed this, but it, it finishes. This is a. They say it finishes with a grapefruit, grapefruit zest, which I can yeah. definitely also taste that now that they make it. Uh, it'd be a really good summer beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I agree. Definitely. That's why it's interesting that it's out now. But hey. A little bit of the bubbly. Speaking of bubbly, terrible pour on my part. I know you guys can't see it. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, he had about a third of the glass was foam. Might be my first beer ever. Yeah. But, uh, it might be. Always room for improvement. It's his first pour. You're probably not used to pouring your beer out of the can into a glass. It's true. This is true. If you go to a bar and they give it to you in the glass, obviously the bartender they pours it. it. Or they'll just... And you're you. you're still young where you just drink it straight out no, of the can. No, see, I've bottle. done it before. It's just I was a little... <coughs> Yeah. A little, uh, little overzealous. You didn't, you, didn't you didn't hit that, what, 45 degree angle or whatever right. it's supposed to be? A 45 degree slow pour. Unfortunate. Yeah. Give you a perfect, perfect pour. Anyhow, this uh, was, uh, yeah. I think we all agree it's a very good beer. Very tasty. I like it. It's I, dank. Uh, I hope they, they bring say. it back. That's all it I is dank. <laughs> what did they say? Distinct dankness. Dank. Just enough dank. Mmm. Uh, all right, yeah. So uh, check that out. Uh, where'd you get this? I got this at uh, almost at Great Lakes. I got this at uh, Giant Eagle. Oh, okay. So yeah, you can pretty much get it anywhere. So mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. It's uh, the can. It's a white can. It's got the the uh, six pack, the topper, the holder, whatever you call it, is blue. Like so a, like a light blue. Like yeah, look out like for a it. Baby blue. So really, when they say small batch, I don't know how much that means they make, but I'm sure yeah. it's not going to be out for long. So. Check it out. If you're a Hazy IPA fan, I'm sure you'll love it. Uh, all right. All right. All right. So, let's uh, let's get into the poll here, and uh, let's let's get into this because uh, this is something that is controversial for me with my heritage, and uh, it's something that because of what I'm doing currently and trying to. Um, monitor or lessen the amount of carbs I'm eating. Uh, is a pretty good substitution for it. But I want to talk about, and I want to get the results of our poll and your guys' opinions, whether cauliflower crust pizza can be considered as real pizza. What do you guys think? Jimmy, you go first. Mm, The expert opinion. Why, thanks for asking, Dan. Uh, I like it, (laughs) considering I just had about four slices before this episode started. Demolished is con- them. Is it considered pizza? Yeah, why not? I think it is. Ugh. Oh boy. See, I'm not Italian whatsoever. Is it, is it my turn? So it looks like it's pizza? Jordan's turn. So I definitely am not out to say it's all bad. I'm sure it can be tasty. However, the one, I, the few samples I have had have not been that great, and I do not consider it pizza. I don't. I think I. I it's kind of like when people call vegan right. wings wings. Like they're not wings. You right. can say vegan. Right. Imitation chicken buns yeah, they're or like something. Puffs. Yeah, that's I not mean, very marketable. If, right. <laughs> vegan but, I mean, imitation like, if we want to get even more technical, boneless chicken wings aren't wings. Those are no, boneless chicken true. bites. It's chicken nuggets. And I love boneless right. chicken bites. If yeah. We're going to call them that. And I would love to try vegan wings. I don't think <coughs> I'd like them, but again, I just don't think they're wings. In the same in the same way, I don't think it's pizza, but I'm not like making fun of it or opposed to it. I just don't think it should be called pizza. That's just my just. 
Yeah. So, like, what would you say to somebody that says, well, I can't, I consider it pizza because I can't uh, eat regular pizza because I have a gluten allergy or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not actually going to argue this point. I don't think this is a point worth arguing. There are gluten-free options that are flour-based though, right? Or, I think... Like I'm almost positive some gluten free options. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure. But but most of the time, either people eat people eat cauliflower pizza because they can't either they can't eat gluten or right. they're dieting and yeah. they don't want to eat carbs. Yeah, enjoy it. I'll say enjoy it, but yeah. I don't think it's pizza. Yeah. I loved it to be honest. I would definitely eat it again. Yeah. Well, so here here's my thing is I I actually enjoyed it too. I liked it too. But to me, it's not pizza. Yeah. yeah. There are three fundamental ingredients that makes pizza mm-hmm. pizza. Uh, sauce, cheese, and the uh, controversial one in this case, dough. Mm-hmm. That's not dough. Mm-hmm. What? What? Right. What that, that is. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So what's yeah, it called? Uh, what would you call it? I, that to me, that's like that's like yeah, it's flat. Yeah, but it's not bread. So what are we? It's like a, make up a name for it's it. It's like a cr- cracker pizza, like almost <laughs> like. Well, like see, like Jordan's Mexican. Mexican pizza. Do you consider that Mexican? No, that's, right. that wouldn't no. be Mexican. But they call it Mexican pizza right. because, like, they put taco sauce on it Correct. and, like, uh, Mexican uh, sharp cheddar or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> some like, it's not Like, it's not Mexican. <clears throat> but, uh, to me, pizza is dough sauce cheese. So, like, I'm not going to – like, if somebody puts it in front of me, I'll eat it. But, like, if I say, hmm, I really got a hankering for pizza, I'm not going to the store or if it's in my free- freezer already – Going and making a cauliflower pizza. Here's a question: What kind of sauce constitutes pizza? Is pizza? Does that have to be the red tomato sauce? See, here's another thing. Well, no, because because uh-huh. there's there's like margarita pizza and there. And well, there's... margarita pizza is a red sauce. But what about the white sauce pizza? Well, the white sauce pizza is real, right? Is that a pizza? So white white sauce white sauce pizza is predominantly like olive oil based, and yeah. there's olive oil in pizza sauce or any sort of sauce. So, yes, but to me. I don't like specialty pizzas. I don't like barbecue chicken pizza. I don't like. I really. I like buffalo chicken pizza. Ooh. It tastes good to me, oh. but like, but like when I say I want a pizza, like I'm going to Il Rione and I'm getting a margarita or or a pepperoni or something. Like I'm not. I I, I agree with that. <laughs> the only the only time that I'll eat like buffalo chicken or barbecue chicken is if like I'm going to watch a game and somebody ordered it and it's the only thing there or we're like out like out with a big group of people and that's what the majority of people want to order like i'm not going to be like no i'm not going to eat that because that's not really pizza i would hope not but yeah so to me pizza is uh generally dough cheese and sauce dough cheese and then red like tomato based sauce but i do consider white pizza as pizza it's a type of pizza is that a popular opinion or do you think others would agree um pizza in there that that's a pizza in there? Yeah. Well, I don't know, Jordan. Why don't you... Uh, oh, good segue. Or I don't know, Jimmy. Jordan, why don't you read our uh, results of our poll? Let's see what the people said. Uh, on Twitter, again, you're going to see very different results on Twitter and Facebook. Very typical. On Twitter, 68.4% said no. 31 points. I don't know why I'm doing a point, but 31, 32% said yes. Uh, Facebook, 42% said no. 58% said yes. So, kind of different. Interessante. But yeah, I I would uh, I would recommend it uh, for anybody who and I'll uh, we posted it on our Instagram page 
uh, on her story, like the box and like what brand it is. And it's from Costco. My, my, uh, uh, parents and my brother, uh, got a bunch of them from Costco. So I'm on uh, my way out. I grabbed one. Yeah. That's where I'm going. You have a Costco membership? I don't know. I think my dad does. There you go. (laughs) They come in, they come in, uh, boxes of two and they're like 12 bucks. So I'm a big fan. It's not bad. I can't get over it. I thought it was going to be disgusting. That's what, see, that's what I always thought. Like cauliflower, like disgusting. Yeah. And I will say, like, it doesn't, it's not packed with a ton of flavor. Like, it doesn't, like, punch you in the face with a bunch of flavor. But it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's kind of like any store-bought thin pizza that you make in your oven. I mean, that's essentially what it is. Now, but, are you a fan of DiGiorno pizza? Um, or would you not consider that pizza either? I mean, if I'm in a bind, <laughs> I'll get it. Fair enough. I mean, would you consider? Delivery? I actually, I actually, I'll tell you what. Hmm? Would I, you consider it delivery? <laughs> Technically, it's not delivery. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll actually tell you. I actually prefer the uh, Aldi brand DiGiorno better than DiGiorno. Really? Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. I actually think it's pretty Fair good. Enough. So, but Anyways. yeah. So that's our poll of the week. So yeah, it's good. I like it, but it's not pizza. And you can't convince me otherwise. And how did this all come about, Dan? Like this idea, like I'm uh, so you're even trying this. Honestly. Well, so my uh, my mom actually uh, got some, and she made one, and you know put it out while we had Sunday dinner with like my family yeah. this past Sunday. So I tried like half a piece, and it was like all right. And then uh, my brother Anthony and his wife Alyssa really like it. So they went out and bought some, and I told them, hey, pick me up a box. I'll just make one on my own and, you know, try it, whatever, make it and try it and everything. So, plus I'm trying to cut down on the carbs that I eat. So I know I'm not really doing a good job with this beer I'm drinking, but, you know, whatever. Hey, it's got juice or it tastes like yeah, juice. Okay, it tastes yeah, okay. Like yeah, it's got grapefruit it zest. definitely doesn't have juice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of what precipitated me uh, trying this. So, like I said, it's good. It's not pizza. It's cauliflower uh, crackers, something. That sounds pretty disgusting, to be honest. Cauliflower <laughs> crackers. <laughs> well, hey, sounds awful. We talked about uh, we talked about vegan wings and uh, chicken puffs and whatever. That, that that doesn't sound good either. So they call them wings. What did you say? Imitation bites. Uh, imitation chicken bites. You should trademark that. Hey, why don't you wake up? I am I'm awake. falling asleep over there. I'm literally not falling asleep. Uh, if I was any more awake, I'd explode. Okay. Yep. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that pause. Um. All right. So that was our poll of the week. A little off the wall, a little odd, but it was uh, full disclosure behind the scenes. We couldn't come up with a poll this week, and uh, that kind of. I, I, I was making that for dinner tonight, so I'm like, hey, let's let's ask it. It's pretty controversial. So. Got a little bit more uh, traction than we thought. So. Yeah, so we appreciate the votes. Uh, all right. So last week, we did our look back at the 2010s with it being our first episode in 2020. And we did, uh, what did what was our top five last week? Movies? movies. Top five movies. Of the top movies of the 2010s. So I got we're gonna... bashed. Sorry, God. <laughs> you chose bad movies. Still haven't seen Joker, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's out. <laughs> no, it's right. out. That's when you do Joker. That's, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, all right. So this week, we wanted to keep it that same vein and keep going a little bit. Since we're still in January, still we're, we're only now not even two weeks into the new decade. We want to look back at the top five songs of 2010s. <laughs> 
And uh, these are going to be a little bit interesting because some of us went for personal favorites and others went for what they thought were the biggest songs of the decade. So um, Jordan and I can see each other's songs, so we already know what they <laughs> yeah. are. So Jimmy, do you want to go first? Yeah. All right. I'll go first. All right. Well, I took the route of my personal favorite, even though it took me forever to come up with five. I don't guess. want to say it's an I'm going to guess at two. I don't know the songs, but I want to guess at two of the artists. Just you're you're going to guess? Yeah. JT. Nope. Yes. What? What? Wow. Chris Stapleton. No. What the what? hell? Fake. Nope. This fake. Wait. You are. That's. They're my honorable mentions. News. Not my top five. Unbelievable. I you can't. You are fake news. I can't even find it. <laughs> you are my, fake news. My sixth favorite is a Chris Stapleton song. But my uh, top okay. five. Got it. Got it. Got it. You got me on a technicality. Okay. Yeah, it's close enough. Okay. I don't even want to go in order. I'm just going to. You don't say have five to. Cause... I didn't go in order last last <laughs> week, and I'm probably yeah. not going to go in order this time. Okay. So we're just going to go with the first one, which is not the first one. Uh, <laughs> Sweet Annie by Zach Brown Band. Wait, That's a good song. That's a really I mean, good song. Yeah, but it's of all their discography. I, I really I try not to go well, mainstream. Like people think chicken well, yeah, fried, you know. He's doing his his favorite. Oh, your my personal favorite. favorite. That's I'm not I, saying I they're best. Yeah, yeah, like what you did. What I did, yes. Where nobody's gonna know any of yours. So Sweet Annie came out Maybe in a couple. twelve. People will know too. People know a couple. Yeah. Um I forget what the album was called. I guess it's not important. No. But okay. um That's like their really big album. It was like their breakout album, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. I False. what was on that album. You don't think so? No. Chicken Fried was there. Oh, that the album before. that had chicken that was before because oh, I no, because that was the same because answer, because right? yeah. I graduated college in 2010, and we would listen to that song before going out to get us yeah. all like you that know, was hyped. in a in a good mood. I wouldn't say hyped; it's chicken fried. By <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's so hyped. Yeah. It, it's not like we we're it's not like we we're getting ready for a big game or something. I mean, oh, get, wait a minute! Get pause. Oh, wow. for, for the listeners, whoever just heard Jordan laugh. If you've seen Joker, that was a perfect imitation of his life. Oh, man. That's actually true. Uh, that was I pretty did, good. I didn't know I had this talent. That was pretty good. What are you, Joaquin? I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. He's got a lot of money. I would yeah. love to, I would love to be Joaquin. Instead. Yeah. All right. So, Sweet Annie. It's a little Zach Brown band. Uh, next one. It's a John Mayer song. A little off the, mm. Uh-oh. Off off the, the cuff. A little off the radar. I'm not sure how many people know it. It's called Born and Raised. Nope. 2012. Never heard of it. Again, not sure what the album's called. I probably should have just wrote it down. But it's uh, it's an oldie, but a goodie. A lot of these are just very close to me. Songs that I found and yep. gravitated towards whatever time I liked. After a breakup? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. we don't have to go there. <laughs> 2012, you were what? How old? Uh, 14. Okay. So you had your first crush? Yeah. I actually you... didn't find this song until did you ever like go through an e- Did you ever go through an emo phase? Never. No, that was uh, past his prime. It's true. I mean, past his Jen, prime. Jen probably did. Past my prime? I mean, Jen, past I his No, he hasn't gotten to his not. prime yet. Oh, I hope not. Jen definitely. <laughs> Jen went through an emo phase for sure. Stuff, right? All right. Jen's been through yeah. a lot of Speaking phases. of Jen, she's going to be on the show soon. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I think in a couple weeks. She just wants to come on. Yeah. She asked me. So I said, yeah, whatever. We need more guests. So we have a country song, I just said, Sweet yep. Annie, Born and Raised, John Mayer, which is more like, what would you even call that? Soft rock. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So rap. I, I just want to Rhythm. say this. Rhythm I got to say this because I'm such a promoter of this. John Mayer is like the best living guitarist in the oh, world right agreed. now. Agreed. Like oh, now that, incredible. now that B.B. King died, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm convinced he's the greatest in the world. Yeah, right? 100%. If you think I'm nuts... And you just know John Mayer from his little pop cult, pop songs. Yeah, yeah. No, that, you Google him yeah. playing the guitar like, live, uh, or go see him live. You uh, will be blown away. What was his biggest like pop song? Gravity. 
The oh pop song? Yeah, like that's like his biggest like like song song. that was like on the charts, like Oh uh, Heartbreak Heartbreak Warfare. That's a big one. Waters is really big. Yeah. Oh man. Poppy? Is that what you're looking for? What was the one about uh Poppy? Yeah. New light, your body's a wonderland. There that's the one. That's the one. There he is. Your body is a wonderland. Sounds like Matthews a little bit. <laughs> it does. No, that does sound like Dave. Yeah, yeah. that's good. My bad. Man, you guys really do. Oh, Number, okay. Number three. And I smoked, and I didn't smoke any weed, so. Wow. Hey, Bob, like Dave Matthews. Disclaimer, uh, the one John Mayer concert I was at, uh, uh, Isaac Hyde. Yeah, you were, you were Blossom. Of course Wait, you were Isaac Hyde. He was Isaac Hyde. Oh, John <laughs> Mayer. I thought oh, you... yeah, I was going to say. <coughs> I was there. John Mayer's high as a kite for every single uh, concert no, no, but he does. It, it, was, it was funny because. Uh, he was really. He came out in the middle of the concert. He's like, I just want to take a moment and say that I feel like I'm just kind of playing in like my backyard and you're all my like brothers and sisters. <laughs> yes. He's like, I just feel like, it, like I feel at home. And everyone's like, whoa, the best, part, the best part is every other person at that concert was high and they're like, I'm so, I was just thinking the they're same like, thing. Dude, you, you said it. I thought it. <laughs> Oh, all right, man. so next, uh, Born Sinner, which is a J. Cole song off the album oh, Born Sinner. You do like J. Cole. This is my favorite album by J. Cole, which is definitely, uh, you know, against popular belief. Uh, he it's released. One those, it's one of those Gen Z things, J. Cole. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm kidding. We J. Cole goes pump. way back, doesn't I know, I'm yeah. kidding. Huh? Oh, it was a Josh. It was a Josh. He was just joking. Oh, he was Josh. I was Joshing. So he released just this Josh album Squid. the same day as Kanye, and there's a lot of controversy and. I really didn't know J. Cole in 2013. I, I heard like that workout song that was so popular. Oh. I'm sure we've all heard that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, big okay. fan of J. Cole. He's my favorite. Uh, next up, 21 Summer by Brothers Osborne. Not sure if okay. you've heard of that. Nope. Oh, yeah. That's country as well. That yep. was released in 2016. Uh, one of my friends, co workers, turned me on to this band. I never really gave him a chance. Shout out to Alyssa if you're listening. Um, shout out phenomenal shout song out, shout out, shout out, shout uh, out. definitely not your traditional country band a little more folky I guess uh, alternative country maybe but give them a listen and then number one which I will say this is my favorite song right Uh-oh. now it's uh, by Midland and if anybody knows me it's like my favorite country band it's called Nothing New Under the Neon they have some of the smoothest melodies and just they it's three I've never dudes. even heard of this oh my god Should I look them up if you like any any bit of country, Jordan. I like I I love country. Do you I'm actually a country fan. I'll send you a few songs. Cool. Nothing new under the neon. They're just so smooth. Something so classical about it. It's not that pop country bullcrap that you hear on the radio now. It's <laughs> like Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, it's not like that at all. It's very uh, I don't know. It's very organic. I love it. Perfect. So that's that's honestly my number one that came out twenty seventeen. Right. So uh, some honorable mentions, real quick. I'll do a few. Love yeah. yours, J Cole. When the stars come out, which is Chris Stapleton. Uh, Self Control, which is a Frank Ocean song. Love Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. You uh, found him this decade, you know, because my life hasn't been that long. Uh, Drink You Away, JT. Uh, Sinister Kid, The Black Keys, and then Colder Weather, which might be my. Oh, oh uh, that might be my favorite. Zed oh, Brown so good. Oh, so Colder Weather. So good. Is a, is a especially, especially live. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. That was saw that live too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so, Tennessee. I thought Tennessee whiskey would be on. Yeah, see, I try to stay away from the mainstream stuff, you know, because uh, people expecting. You know, this was this was top, like top five songs of the decade. My favorite, my favorite. Okay, five songs. So, all right, sticking with the same vein, Jordan. Yeah. So no one's personal gonna faves. Know. No one's gonna know most of these songs. Um, By the way, wave live on Instagram right now. 
Oh, what's good? Um, so number five, I do love country, and this is actually one of my favorite country songs for a lot of reasons. Dirt Road Anthem by Jason Aldean. Uh, don't laugh. A lot I'm of people. Leave. I didn't laugh. A lot I, of people, a I didn't lot laugh. People, I snarled. A lot of people like this song. Number four, Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Um, I don't know. It's a popular song. It's a good like one. It. Do you like banger. Kendrick more than Cole? Yes. My left stroke just went viral. I don't know if I can agree. It's so. I'm sorry. I, I can't get into Cole. I'm not saying he's bad. I just can't get into Fair Cole. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, number three is No Problem by Jordan. Is, is this your cousin? Rachel? Ooh. Yes, that is my cousin. She says, Can you tell Jordan I'm his biggest fan? She is. Do you know that she actually listened to our podcast more than any other podcast last year? Nice. I'm dead serious. Shout out. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout, Shout out. out, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, <coughs> number three is No Problem by Chance the Rapper. Now that's a banger. Y'all don't want zero problems, big fella. That is, yeah, that, yeah. That is a bop. That is Am I saying that right, by the way? A bop. That, that is a bop? That's a bop. Yeah, that's how you say it. That's a bop. Is it, a bop. It is a bop. Isabop. 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 No, no, Isabop. Speaking, speaking of Bop by the Baby is a great song. I agree. That's the uh, song that uh, OBJ and Jarvis danced to after yeah, his touchdown, right? Dance. Are they, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah don't um, get that Baker did it too, and he looked kind of weird. But. <laughs> Number two. Okay, He's not this, thuggish this, enough. This is where no one. Oh, we'll talk about that later. This is where no one's going to know what I'm talking about. Number two is Words in the Water by Thrice. Thrice is my favorite band. Words in the Water is a very personal song for me. Uh, we can talk about listen. that in person sometime. It's a really nice, I don't even know, some sort of alternate rock. It's, I'm going to write it down. Thrice, it's good. Words in the Water. Words in the Water by Thrice. It's I'll a good it song. There's also a remix by, I think it's called Polaris, or some, some electronic group that's really cool, too, of okay. Words in the Water. Side note. Number one is, this is where you're going to see how emo I still am, uh, <laughs> oh Paper boy. Lung by Under Oath. What album is that? Is that number two? It's off of their... The Great... Uh... Disambiguation. Oh, okay. The one where, it's the, oh, I hate I hate to say that this is one of my favorite songs, but it's the only one where uh, Gillespie's not on it, uh, but it's a great song. It is also a very personal song for me, um, at least I <coughs> identified with it in my own way, and... It's got a slow buildup and then it just goes it goes to town. It's crazy. It's got an awesome ending and an amazing music video. Um, again, the last two songs probably nobody has ever heard of. But if you're into anything that's not pop music, give them a check. I like them a lot. Yeah. Dan. Thanks, Jordan. Mm-hmm. All right. So I went a little bit different. I went uh, as what I thought the five biggest songs of the decade were. Uh, I'm sure both of you will. That's kind of what I, I like this movies approach. last. Yeah, I last feel like both of you yeah, will... Will give me some crap for a couple of them, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is also in no particular order, so okay. I don't have like one that I consider. This is just five that I plucked out of, you know, either off the top of my head or doing research because I looked at a bunch of like top 100 <laughs> lists for the decade and I didn't know half the socks. <laughs> so that's funny. But all right, so Migos, Bad and Bougie. I like Migos. I just don't know if that would be out. Uh, I would have picked out. But no, but walk, no. So, walk it, talk it. No, no. That's a bop. But, but, but like, <laughs> that, shut go. up, Jimmy. But like, so they're like, whether you like them or not, they're it's, one of the biggest a, groups oh, of the decade. Very iconic. Agreed. Yeah. And like, I feel like this is, at least for me, this is the first song I heard of theirs that was like huge. Yeah. Like, I don't know if no, Walk I It, Like I Talk It came that, out before. That was the game after. Walk It, Talk It was after. Okay. So like, yeah. This is the one that. And. Uh, one of the great uh, memes 
is Michael Scott dancing in Cafe Disco to this song. You're right. So, cultural. Cultural. Big Why Twitter didn't guy. I... What? Yeah. He you can, dances you can, to this song? Oh, not not in the oh, show. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, yes, yes. You yes. boomer. Somebody, somebody made a compilation video of him dancing in <laughs> yes, Cafe okay. Disco to this song. Wait a minute. I, I, I was yeah, like, wait, wait a second. I don't remember that episode. Out of the office. <laughs> it's been the 20 times Yeah, like what happened? Uh, all right. Um, had to throw a country song in here, so mine was Dirks Bentley, yeah. Drunk on a Plane. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Huge song. Huge. I feel like that song like uh, transcends uh, genres. So even if you're not like a country fan, like you know that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Number. Well, it's not numbered, but next one is Adele "Rolling in the Deep." Woo! Forgot so, about that one. So Adele has to be one of the biggest artists of the day. Yes. Like, and, and I, I, for the she past. brought. Yeah. Like, she I brought, had a hard time picking between this song and "Hello," mm-hmm. but I think this one's. Better. That was her big one, Rolling that in the was, Deep. That was Rolling yeah. in the Deep got like made I, her like, was like 2011? an enormous star. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's a big Tottenham fan. You know who's a new Tottenham player, reportedly? Piontek. Yeah. Piontek. You'll learn. There's a silent N in there. I, it's uh, really weird. Know, yeah, I'll talk to you about that. Words. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Hotline Bling by Drake. This I mean, is another Drake, one. This uh, is another one. No, this, so. Uh, okay. at, you got I hate this. this oh, I get it. I, I, I get it. But this is another one that, like, th- like, like everybody memes, made a meme. Right, that culturally, memes, right, pop culturally, right, right. this is like one no, of the big. That's how we're doing freaking that. Trump danced yeah, to this song no, on no, SNL. Yeah, it's the memes. It okay, is like, fair enough. No, he's, we're not, going, he's not. Like, yeah, this is. I'm not. I'm doing like these are the bit like not like I. I don't like this song. Right. Right. No. No. Whatever. Like if I hear it, like all right, I'll bop my head to it a little bit, but I'm not. I can't remember the last time I put this song on, like on Spotify right, or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> and then number one, this this one actually is one of my favorite songs of the decade, is Mirrors oh. by Justin Timberlake. Oh, I just, yeah, I almost put that. Good love it, Dan. Dude, when he played that at the concert we went to. Chills. Oh, I man. cried a little bit. That's <laughs> when, I mean, when, uh, no, it was it was after the bridge when yeah, uh, when he went acapella with the crowd yeah. and all the all the instruments cut out and everything. That was awesome. He said Cleveland, like, take it yeah. away. And he put the microphone down in the center of the stage. Are you, Everybody had are their... you choking up right now? I didn't want to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. The, oh, gosh. Yeah, so that's <laughs> our top five. There's so oh, many songs. It. Like, oh, it's wow. really hard to do a top five for oh, an entire yeah. decade. I... I actually just didn't even put anything down for the longest time because I was like, there's no yeah. way I'm going to do like, I'm Then gonna... he's like, oh, I'm just going to list under oath and thrice. <laughs> thrice. Uh, all right. Yeah. So those are our top fives. I'm sure people have differing opinions. I'm sure I'll oh. get attacked for and you know what? For putting uh, Hotline Bling on. Because I know there's better songs by Drake in this decade. But I feel like Hotline Bling was like the biggest song that he put out in the decade. Yeah, you know what? I don't, uh, I don't care. Like, yes. like, like, uh, Hold On, I'm Coming Home or whatever. I know that's a better song. That's that's more popular, I think. Than well, Hotline maybe. Bling. But, you know, you know, Started From the Bottom, I know, is huge. Started From the Bottom, now we Hold well, on. That's pre-2000. Headlines, Take Care. Yeah, I know. I get it. Those are more, that's bigger than Hotline Bling, I think. Wait, culturally, are, culturally top, I disagree. Top 10. Well, I just think Twitter took off. And, songs I guess. 
What are the most, most popular songs? Six God was pretty oh, big. Oh, here, I got it. Can I go through the top ten? Or six uh, like, like, the ones that are ranked as a decade? Like, I, like I know, like, like I'm sure a Taylor Swift song should be on this okay, list. Okay, you ready? I'm like, glad he didn't. Like, put Shake It Off or something? Guys, real quick. Steve was here, he'd slap me if I didn't Just put that on my I'm list. Just because I'm curious, the top ten highest, what's the word, charting songs of the decade? Yeah. From who? This is not This is not ranked. This is just oh. the numbers. No, like, who put this oh, out? Oh, Gawker. Okay. Number ten, wait, Gawker's been extinct for a while. Yeah, what, is, that, what are you? Yeah, what are you doing? This is from twenty fourteen. What are you doing? <laughs> like, go to like uh, here Billboard. Yeah, go to Billboard or Rolling Stone or something like that. <laughs> like Gawker. I'm like, wait, didn't they get shut down because yes. they because of a lawsuit by Hulk Hogan? Yes. <laughs> oh wow, that was really weird. And All right. Dumb. Uh, we'll right. so Hogan's wanna, not listening just, to this podcast. Let's just do it like this: songs that by total number of weeks at number one. Okay. Because that—that's you know those are the ones you're going to hear. Them. Let's see if any of us got this. We know Jordan doesn't because he has under oath and thrice on it. <laughs> All right. Despicable. I'm going to start from the the last one. In my feelings, Drake. Yep. One dance, Drake. Yep. Big. Hello, Adele. Happy Feral Williams. I guess I oh, oh, I forgot that song. Yeah, yeah that's that's we, okay. This actually blows huge. my mind. I didn't realize how big this song is. We found love by Rihanna. Yes, huge. I, I with uh, with Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris, yeah. Uh, God's plan by Drake. Yep. That's, that's bigger than yeah. Outline. It is. It is. Shape, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Shape of You by. Uh, Ed and Sheeran. then and then there was Good the uh, there was the uh, there was the remix called Bronze Plan. I remember that, remember that one mm-hmm. when we were smacking the Raptors around. Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Yep. Oh, this makes sense. Closer by the Chainsmokers. Yeah. And Halsey or whatever. whatever Halsey. Halsey. Oh, See you again. Where's that? Get that song so annoying. Oh, by Charlie Puth. <laughs> the, yeah. The, Charlie Puth and Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> the from, one that was from in Fast, Fast and, Fu- and yeah. Furious yeah. seventy five or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, See you uh, again. This, the whole Paul Walker this thing annoys. Kind of this annoys it's just Wiz Khalifa going. This, uh, yeah. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> this annoys me. But blurred lines by Robin Thicke. Oh, it was a bang. Yeah. yeah. And Pharrell Williams. The only thing I remember about that song is when he video. did it at the no oh. when he when he did it at the VMAs and he bent Miley Cyrus over and oh, like yeah. there was huge controversy because oh, she's yeah. like at the time she was like not like 18, 19, and he's like forty. Was she? Yeah, I think she's she, that young. Yeah, I think yeah. She, she is. When was this? Uh, um, let's look Miley's up. only like 25, By the way, 24, 25. Just so y'all know, all the songs 30s. I've listed are all dabbling between 10 to 12 weeks. So now we're in the yeah. first song that was 14 weeks. That is Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Yeah, I was forgot about that one. Oh, forgot about that one. Mark Ronson. I didn't realize that's his that's name. actually his song. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he was he came up with like the music and everything. All right, you and ready then, for this? Where's Where's my people at? Despacito. Despacito. That's Puerto Rican. You don't. That's not your you know, people. They're la raza. So is it? <laughs> is it the Bieber version? It is the Bieber See? version. Luis Fonsi. Speaking of Bieber, how terrible is oh, that not song? All, no, 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 it's so bad. Ah, it's it's horrible. really bad. I I can't even like. I don't want to even think about hearing that song. The lyrics anymore. are so bad. Like it's almost like he did it on purpose. Yeah. Right. Right. Which. Have you yeah. heard it yet? No. Oh, oh we got to play it for yeah, you wait, after. Wait. Well, okay, so Despacito was on there for 16 weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then the actually, I guess the world record of all time, I think, 19 weeks. You know it. You've heard it. All the kids like it. Old Town Road. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm the yuck. I like Old Town Road. Don't oh, come on. That's a banger. Yeah, it's a bad song. It's, it's a, a bad song, but it's catchy. 
You know what? Sometimes, it's a bop. Sometimes you need a bad song. Did I say that right that time? It's, it's a bop. bop. It's a bop. Okay, I just thought that was kind of cool, though, huh? The, those are like the biggest songs of this guy. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, wow. All right. See you yeah. Again. Hey. Uh, I'm actually surprised Taylor Swift wasn't on there more. Good. I mean, I agree. She wasn't on there at all. Oh, wow. Good. I got I to gotta say this, too. Sorry. Uh, Drake actually spent the most weeks at number one with, with five, six different songs. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, how many weeks? Does Makes it sense. Say? 49 weeks at, at number so, one. Rihanna was number two. Why do I? How, I must have been so out of the loop when she was really big. So 10%. How do you like, how do you like forget about what? Rihanna? That's crazy. Almost 10%. 10% of the entire decade was Drake. He put out so many songs. In 10 years? Bruno yeah. Mars, Katy Perry, Adele, Justin Bieber, Fairwind, Maroon 5, Lil Nas X. Wow. Now that's impressive for a dude that came out of what, like 2018? Like that's when his yeah. first song yeah. came yeah. out? Yeah, pretty much. To, be, to hit the top. That's yeah. Taylor Swift, of course, Ed Sheeran, and Billy Ray Cyrus because of Old Town <laughs> Road. Yeah. All right. This is yep. interesting. Okay. All right. Awesome. Uh, Jimmy, you got anything to talk about this week? About. Any any uh, happenings in the CLE for you this week? I don't like this. I thought you were like, trying to target me or something. No. I'd, Jimmy in the CLE. Guy named J- Spill. Everybody else, Jimmy in the Clee. No, it's CLE. Jimmy in the CLE. Um, let's see. Well, I asked. You went back my, to Heinen's. I saw that. I did. Started my internship again. Uh, ate lunch Woo. alone again. So, hey, if you see me downtown and I'm eating lunch by myself, don't talk to me. So, <laughs> did you eat eat it at Heinen's? Yeah. Oh, nice. I just throw in a podcast. Yeah, yeah. PMT. Yep. There you go. Usually. Shout out um, Barstool. You wanna, you wanna Cleveland based podcast? Uh, look us up. I didn't end up going to that taco place because it was rainy. Uh, what was it called? Ola Tacos. Yeah. yeah so. it, if it's cold and rainy, don't go there. I wanted to check it out, so maybe that'll be this weekend. That's that's gonna be a huge summer spot. I believe. Huge that. summer spot. Huge. Huge. Um, it's gonna be huge. Honestly, nothing new, but I'll be back downtown tomorrow. Maybe I'll try a new coffee shop, something like that. Hey, I'll get back to you all next week. I Are guess. there any new coffee shops that you haven't tried yet? Um, downtown. You know, <coughs> well, I'm sure there are. Oh, just... I'm going to a comedy show in a month on the 31st at uh, Larity's. Month. Yep. Nice. Who are you seeing? Brian Callen. I don't know who that is. Our fellow podcaster. Oh, know, hey, shout out. Yeah. My boy. He's. Uh, I don't know who you are, but shout out. Comedian, actor. He was um in The Hangover. Uh, he owned Wait, the, what? Yeah, he was in The Hangover. He owned The oh, Wedding, The Chapel, like, uh, like the one Serbian dude. Uh, oh, okay. I know who that yeah. is. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Huh. The Fighter and the Kid. It's yeah. The podcast. Big is that a hot date? What? Huh? What'd you say? I said, is that a hot date? Oh, uh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this Mike hot? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, my bad. That. My bad. Jimmy's getting all red. Yep, we're blushing. So if uh, cool. so, you uh, like Brian Callen, hit me up. I got an extra ticket. So so next week we're doing our top five girlfriends of the decade. <laughs> Thanks, no, so. We talked about that last week. That would be terrible. <laughs> oh, God, that would be awesome. Oh, oh that would be awful. It would be the best, Let's worst idea ever. I'm Let's sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. Hey, y'all want ratings? That's a topic. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, that's Jimmy in the CLE. Nothing really going on. <laughs> <Just> so nice. <laughs> Sorry, nothing. I, he's here, but we still don't do You're that. You're such a slug. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what that is. That... We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Jordan. Yes, sir. You want to talk about uh, some 
uh, a new spot that opened in Ohio City, a spot that's going to be opening, branching off from a very popular Cleveland Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And speaking of brewing companies, uh, we, we learned some sad news today. Sad news. So what, what do we got? Let's Reviews, start with, let's, news. Let's start off with the sad news, because uh, this is actually really bumming me. <coughs> yeah, this is Willoughby wild. Willoughby Brewing Company is closed. Uh, per Cleveland.com, the company has failed to pay taxes, and that's based off of a notice that they read on the door. Yep. Do it. Uh, from the article, a vendor's license can be suspended if an entity fails to fire, file tax, wow, sales, sales tax, tax returns. returns. Yeah. A license can be reinstated by filing returns and remitting yeah. what is owed, along with possible penalties. Yeah. So it doesn't mean they're permanently closed right. necessarily, so but they, it's not looking good. They, they act, so they actually, uh, I, I checked, and the story on um, uh, News 5 Cleveland, which oh, is ABC okay. here, yeah, yeah, they yeah. got a comment from them. Oh, no, okay. It says that they, they plan on reopening shortly. Okay, all right. So whatever I happened, that, I, I don't, obviously none of us know what happened. Like, right. it could have been a clerical error, it could have, I I'd like to believe that if you own a business, and especially one that's like that size, like that, like Willoughby Brewing Company's big, like it's not like it's some been around since rinky not, dink. Yeah, it's been around since. And even though it's under new ownership, like, yeah. like you would think that they would know uh, to pay their sales tax. Right. I have to imagine it's a bizarre something happened. Like, there's no way it's just done for. I hope they reopen soon because I have yeah. I still haven't been there and I've heard I, nothing I know, but great things about it. I know there's some people that don't like it. I've I, I, Willoughby has a special place <coughs> in my heart. I think the beer is fine. I think anyone that says it's not good is just over themselves or whatever the wow I don't know what the phrase is, but um, full of themselves. But it's you know it's a cool spot. It's been a staple in not only Willoughby but the Cleveland brewing market for a long time. They made the peanut chocolate peanut butter porter famous in this yep. area, and that's kind of what put them on the map. Um, it's a good spot, and it's real. It's a bummer. I will say this though, Dan. Yeah. It's kind of cool if you think about it. This is in recent years. This is the first major brewery that has shuttered, um, whether it's temporary or not. Like the Cleveland, I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been another brewery that's shut down. I mean, there has been other ones, but like nothing that was huge. Mm-hmm. Like yep. there was a Lakewood brewery that shut down a while back, but, but it all seems big. like they're getting pretty good traffic. And That's business. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, for this to be the first major scare in what at least five, six, seven years that the boom has been going on, mm-hmm. that's this is not this is not bad. I mean, there's a lot of people that that will say like, "Oh, uh, there's a bubble and mm-hmm. it's gonna burst," and like you know, you're gonna I I I really don't see that happening i agree um not on a not on a larger scale as you see from like bars right right because those are always bars sports bars generally have like a 10-year cycle where like Mm -hmm. i know like like my family is involved with like uh johnny malloy's and they were huge 10 years ago they were everywhere now there's only a few of them johnny malloy's what's the one in strongsville it was johnny uh, j's no. Well, that replaced Johnny Boys. Um, there was one more towards Brunswick. It's on Pearl. It's in, it's in Strongsville still. Uh, it's where that old family video is. Um, uh, Beefo, Beefo Brady's. Oh, Beefo Brady's. That closed. I remember that place. A handful. I worked uh, at Panini's. I worked, at, I worked at Panini's. That closed. The Strongsville Panini's closed? Oh, closed. yeah. Yep. Closed like six months ago. Did it? Yeah. I wonder I where have I been. That's weird. Yep. Huh. It was a bad, bad location. <sighs> Anyways, um... This is a bummer. I really hope they come back, and I hope it's 
the, the same thing we've seen before from them. We'll, you know, we'll see. Uh, best of wish, best of luck and wishes to them. Hopefully, we're reporting happier news from them in the future. Now to some uh, exciting news. Um, beer is not going to be the only thing that we're going to be known for in Cleveland. Yeah, is so, this like is this like the next like I, is this like the next seltzer wave? So like what I'm seeing here uh, is so let's tell people <coughs> what we're talking about cider. So there are two cider houses that are coming. Well, one's already open. One's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's yeah okay. Well, we'll talk about the one that's open, and we'll talk so about the first word that I you know have that under he, there. Well, he's gonna say ignore him. Uh, no, don't ignore me. Pittsburgh is a fine city. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What city? Pittsburgh. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night, Pittsburgh. You clowns didn't make the playoffs either, so suck it. Woo. Oh, anyhow, it's aggressive. Um, Sorry. So, Pittsburgh-based oh. Arsenal Cider House. If you wanted to oh. see aggressive, sorry. If you wanted to see oh, aggressive, you should have been with us when he was watching the Texans game on Saturday. Oh, oh my. I, I thought, I, I I thought he was I, going – I literally I, thought he was going to get I shot. I actually thought I was going to get murdered by all the Bills fans. A lot of Bills fans? Oh, the whole bar was Bills fans. Oh, That's man, I wish I was there. The things oh. that he was yelling. Yeah, it was a lot. It was, it, was, it was a little like there, there, looking back. I don't even know if I'd want. Yeah, it was, <laughs> hey, you got lucky. Anyhow, you probably shouldn't game. do that again. Nope, that won't happen again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow, Arsenal. You would think he got way overserved, is what you th- would think. It's <laughs> the way he was actually, acting. Wasn't right. It was. I was fine. I just yeah. got so into it. All right, Arsenal Sorry. Cider House is what it's called. Yeah, they have opened their fourth location and the first in Cleveland. Um, it's on four five zero seven Lorraine Avenue. Opened on January fourth. This is kind of in the same area as uh, ah, Platform. Yeah. And what's that other place that you've been to before? Forest City Shuffleboard. Forest City Shuffleboard. Yeah. It is a Civil War theme, kind of their little thing. The plan is to use local Ohio apples, uh, which is awesome. That's cool. It offers cider as well as mead and fruit-based wines. I don't know what that means exactly, but some sort of wine. Um, well, I guess all wine is generally fruit-based, right? But I, I don't know if this means something else. So this is something that we should we should bring up again when Jen comes on because yes. Jen actually went she there. She went there, right? Yeah. With uh, Ryan. Where? Right? That's his name? Yeah, yeah Ryan. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's Brain cool. fart. I, I Shout that. out, Ryan and Jen. Shout out. Which she wants to be on the show, too. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, So the original location opened about nine years ago. So they've kind of been in the business for a while. They've since won many awards. Uh, I was reading online, you know, their thing is you don't have to all, you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, Red's apple is too sweet, it's too this, which it is. They have dry ciders, they have all right. types of, which by the way, I've had dry ciders at that cider house in Lakewood. Yeah. Very good. It's a whole different experience. I'm actually more of a fan of dry ciders. Same, 100%. Like, so, like I would much rather than a, a Red's apple ale, I'd oh, much rather have me, a strong bow. Give me a dry cider any day. Yeah. And so I'm excited. I'm not really a cider guy, but I'm going to make myself try it. Yeah. I like the idea. I love that they're using local apples. That's really cool. There's a ton of that in Ohio. I'm excited for this place. Uh, terrible name. Sorry, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. If you know who I am, but um, terrible name and terrible place of origin. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Sorry, I, I have to. I play that every chance I get. I love that, that drop. This is not a Houston podcast. I love that drop. I'd be playing a lot of anti-Dallas stuff. I suppose <laughs> I just got to open up my mind here. You'd probably lose a friendship um. too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then there's. Market Garden, we all know who they are. Yep. They are also o- opening their own cider house. It's going to be a separate 
separate whole thing. It's not just they're going <coughs> to be serving from Market Garden. They're, it's going to be called, oh boy, is it Magis? Sounds or, like um, it, yeah. I think Magus sounds yeah. weird. So it's probably Magis. Ma- Ma- Magis or Magis Cider Company. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce it. We're that butchering word. it, yeah. Uh, anyways, the co owner, Mike Foran, in a, in a Cleveland.com article said also going to be using Ohio apples from Quarry Hill Orchards. Never been there, but sounds like a cool place. The opening is not known yet. It depends on their licensing. Um, Does it say where it's going to be? They haven't said that either. Okay. Uh, but it is it is coming soonish. Yeah. Um, this is cool. I I, I love this. The, one of the articles that I read, I think it was the, the the Arsenal one, Arsenal Cider House one, mentioned that Bottle House actually does serve a lot of cider and they make a lot of mead. If you haven't been there, you should check it out. Since we're on yeah, that topic, I can't, I can't do mead. It, it's a weird it's a weird place. You're not gonna find. They only have about two or three regular beers. Every other beer is either barrel-aged. Oh, I've been to Bottle House. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Right. Every other beer is either barrel-aged, a cider, or a mead. Yeah. It's a very unique place. So it's kind of maybe a new trend that's going around. I'm excited to see where yeah. it goes. It's like this uh, Magus or Ma- Mag-Eyes or whatever it is. I think it's Magus. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's different, but it's like uh, Market Garden's answer to Platform's funk and shit. It, that, you know, they mentioned Platform in that they have put out a lot of ciders and cidery drinks. Yeah. So that's another company in the city that's kind of going toward this trend. So I'm excited, can't wait. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to Arsenal Cider House soon. Are you really looking forward to going to Ider- Arsenal? I am. I am looking forward. This is the one time I'm looking you forward to You should watch an Arsenal, Arsenal game there. <laughs> How funny would that be if the Arsenal Tottenham Arsenal Cleveland Club started yeah. eating. Well, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. So before we move on, gentlemen, we have some breaking, oh, we got some new news. Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, what is it? A freelance writer. His name's Ken. At the LOTL Breaking News Desk, James Pasarczyk. He's right. Uh, his name's Ken Prendergast. I hope I'm pronouncing oh, that correctly. Is. Yes, yeah. he tweeted uh, today. Breaking news: Sherwin Williams picks downtown Cleveland oh. and around the flats. Uh, for its new global headquarters and research facility, yep, uh, big win for this Cleveland. This is big. Around six thousand jobs. Wow. Uh, total one billion dollar investment. Nice. So this is big because Sherwin Williams is located downtown right now, but mm-hmm. um, they were actually looking to move, and they were deciding whether to stay downtown or uh, either move to like suburbs or like somewhere else in Ohio. And uh, this is huge because this is it's. I would have to venture to guess that Sherman Williams is the biggest company in Cleveland. Yeah, uh, I'd say from I Cleveland, would... from Cleveland, and is actually like in like downtown, like the greater Cleveland area. I would have to think there there isn't there ha- there can't be a. Co- I mean, they do billions upon billions upon billions of dollars uh, in revenue each year. I, 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 the only other one would be the Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, and maybe UH. If you take the hospitals out of there, okay, so. <clears throat> Right off the bat, Cleveland Clinic is number one. University Hospital yeah. is number two. So yeah, you got to take the hospitals, right? Because they're like the majority of right. everything. Um, Cleveland Clinic like, like owns East Cleveland, like the, pretty it's, much. It's, Progressive. Key okay, Bank, yeah, Key, Progressive's Key, another one. Key. I don't know what Group Management Services is. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Case Western Reserve. Yeah, what is Giant that? Eagle? Weird. Eaton Corporation. Giant Eagle. Giant Eagle's not based in Cleveland. I don't think so. Is it? No. No, it's not. It oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about base in Cleveland. Sorry, yes. they were just saying the biggest employers. Oh, no, right I'm talking about, like, like yeah, companies yeah, yeah. that have started in Cleveland. Like, yeah. 
like that call Cleveland like their home. Sherwin Williams is mentioned on here as well. Yeah, uh, I would have to think. As of now, it says four thousand two hundred twenty-five employees. Yeah. So wow, so they're gonna like way expand. Well, I wonder. I wonder if that's their. I I would assuming that would be their employees. So they're mm. going to be looking to hire 1,500 people. Uh, yeah, I did keeping it, and I, adding I, I did it again. This what? is from 2014. So. <laughs> is it on Gawker? No. <laughs> Gawker, yeah, Gawker Cleveland. But I wonder, I wonder if that includes, like, uh, construction workers on, like, the, yeah. the oh, new I buildings see. and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It said keeping, like, 6,000. So, yeah, they, hey, get a, get a job at Sherwin-Williams. This is exciting, guys. Um, but, so the new headquarters, um, the research and development, because I, I saw that uh, right before we started, and um, – the research facility right now is on the western bank of the Cuyahoga River down by where Tower City is, like below Tower City. It's just going to flip over the other side of the river. So it's essentially going to be in wow. the same area down mm-hmm. there. The new headquarters is going to go – do you guys know where those parking lots are uh, adjacent to Public Square? Like in between Public Square yeah. and West 6th? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's where the – that's where the sky rise or whatever is going to go. They're going to put a tower. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know how tall it's going to be. I think I park there all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's where, well, I mean, who knows when it's going to actually be. Like, construction is actually going to start. Go that's, it's shocking, it's that parking. Well, I mean, what they, what, they, what they need to do in the city is build more parking garages. Yeah, they do. Because, well, they're, uh, I don't know when it's going to happen, but eventually the parking lot right by Harry Buffalo across the street from the queue, that's going to be a uh, new building. I'm not shocked about. I'm not uh, shocking. There's still been that parking lot that long. Well, that's supposed that's that was supposed to happen like ten years ago, and it's been delayed oh. like twenty times. Is this the Stark one? Yeah. It was supposed, it was to, supposed be, to be like a. It was huge supposed to be like a. It was supposed to be the second uh, tallest building, yeah. tallest uh, tower behind Key Bank in the city. But then they revised plans and they cut the building in half, and it was going to be two like shorter buildings. <clears throat> but I don't know where that stands. But yeah, this is supposed to be. I'm guessing if it if it's a billion dollar project, like mm-hmm. it's gonna be a pretty massive building, so for sure. I don't know, but should be cool. Yeah, that that's really cool that they finally uh, confirmed that because I know it was like Sherman Williams was trying to like bait the city into giving them what they wanted by threatening to like leave downtown or whatever, and then they're like, no, we're not really gonna leave downtown. But then they're like, all right, well we're gonna look at like eight different spots, mm-hmm. and now that they finally, hopefully, finalize a spot, that's pretty cool. So. Sure, that'll probably be up in the next like five years. It's big time. Hopefully, so it's good stuff. Yeah. If you're looking for a job, Sherman Williams is going to be hiring. I'm just going to be a Vine star, Dan. I mean, TikTok star. <laughs> a Vine star. I was going to say, okay. But no, you okay, know, no, you know what we need to do is we need to figure out what the next one is going to be after TikTok. Vine. There was TikTok, and then the you know uh, Snapchat with the stories. You know and what? I think it's going to be called Thrice. <laughs> Thrice. No, that's wow. already that's already a, a band. Wow. I don't know why you have that. to announce that on the podcast. <laughs> Just like gonna it. have to take a short bathroom break. Now. All right. Uh, yeah. So we went through that. All right. Cool. So let's uh, let's talk about sports real quick. Uh, I want to go through the coaching stuff uh, real fast, and then uh, we need to talk about uh, what John Beeline said last <laughs> night because <laughs> it's, it's insane. Really funny, actually. Um, all right, so we talked last week about uh, who the Browns had uh, lined up to interview, who they interviewed, what's going on, all that. This week, they interviewed Jim Schwartz yesterday. Um, this one kind of came out of nowhere because uh, they had the original list of candidates 
uh, that were reported. His name was nowhere to be found. They went through those, nowhere. And then all of a sudden, his name just pops up like, yeah, the Browns are going to interview him. Uh, Jim Schwartz, as you probably know who he yeah. is, he's the former yeah. Lions coach. And he's a, is a defensive coordinator for the Eagles? Defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Uh, very well respected as a defensive coordinator. I would love it if he came here as defensive coordinator, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, because the Eagles would have to allow him to do that because it's a lateral move. Right. Um, so I would not like him as head coach because he wasn't a very good head coach with the Lions, and that's with the Lions. So I don't want that. Uh, Browns interviewed Kevin Stefanski today. Uh, he's widely reported as one of the top uh, candidates. Why, I don't know, but he I is. Know who that is. He's the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. He's a younger guy. Um, He's only been offensive coordinator for like a year and a half. Uh, But people view him as one of the bright minds in the NFL. Uh, He's favored by Paul D. Podesta, who's the uh, guy from Moneyball, who was portrayed by Jonah Hill in Moneyball. The actual guy. The actual guy is an an executive for the Browns. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so the guy, you've seen Moneyball, right? No. The movie. No, with I, Brad Pitt. And, I know what it is. Okay, so Jonah it. Hill plays him, essentially. Oh, okay. He's okay. given a different name in the right, movie, right, right. but yeah. So um, he plays his character. So, yeah. But uh, he looks nothing like Jonah Hill. <laughs> He's like string oh. bean, string oh, bean 6'4 guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so they interviewed him. That's the what is widely reported to be the pick of Paul D. Podesta. Um that's who he wanted last year when the Browns hired Freddie Kitchens. Okay. So we'll see what happens. I I seem to think that uh, if they were going to hire Stefanski, they would have hired him today uh, after his interview. We have not heard any news on that. So, you know, who knows? And for me, tomorrow they will interview Josh McDaniels, who's the Patriots offensive coordinator. I thought that Josh McDaniels has a lot of – Let's see, interpersonal communication issues. Uh, going back to when he bailed on the Colts, when he told them that he'd take the job, and then they had – they. some of this is on the Colts because they scheduled and announced a press conference before they actually got the guy to sign the contract. And then he backed out of it last second, went back to New England, and it made the Colts look like idiots. Um, Josh McDaniels, what I always thought was – because he, he's turned the Browns down before – the Browns have wanted to hire him since 2014. Um, he's a local too, right? Yeah, he's from Canton. Uh, he went to John Carroll, played at John Carroll. So for me, it was always, okay, Josh McDaniels is still there. I still think he's the favorite of ownership, but you actually have to get him on a plane and get him to commit to come to Cleveland for an interview to where I can finally feel confident. That's supposed to happen tomorrow morning. Okay. Reportedly, Jimmy Haslam's plane is picking him up at 9 a.m. in Boston to fly him to Cleveland. Uh, that was reported by Dustin Fox of 92.3 uh, just a few hours ago. So it looks like McDaniels is going to come here tomorrow to interview, and reports are that uh, his wife is coming with him. And if your wife is coming with you, <laughs> I feel like it's pretty serious. Yeah, like yeah, you're not just yeah. like whimsically like going on an interview like, oh, let's just go talk. And looking for houses blah, blah, blah. after. And- well, I don't know if he has to look for a house. He's from here, so it's like. He can probably just go and move in with mom and dad for a couple weeks and look for a house while they're while they're here. But um, no, so I I think it's interesting that little piece of information that his wife is coming with him. I'd have to feel like number one, 
any husband, you'd have to get your wife's blessing to do anything. So if you're in a good marriage and relationship, so if the wife is coming, like that's got to be like serious. Like they've talked, like okay, if they offer me this job, I'm going to take it. Yeah. And I think if the Browns get him in Cleveland, they're going to offer him the job. So if his family's coming with him, his family already lives here. His parents still live here. To me, it's all lining up. I think the interview is more more uh, of a formality. I think if he gets on that plane and comes to Cleveland, that uh, he'll be the Browns coach maybe as early as tomorrow. So we'll see. So at that point, it becomes putting a staff together and then seeing what he wants to do with the roster because anytime a new coach, new GM comes into a, a spot, a lot of times they clear out a lot of the roster. But it's going to be interesting because – Usually when you have a coaching change, it's because the team sucks. The Browns, talent-wise, are very good. It's just their coaching was just complete crap last year. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what McDaniels wants to do. It's rumored that last year he wanted the job, uh, but they didn't interview him because John Dorsey didn't want to. Um, and he really likes the talent on the team, and he loves Baker Mayfield. Um, he wanted the Patriots to trade up last year if the Browns didn't take him at number one to take Baker Mayfield take Baker. and be the heir apparent to Tom Brady. Mm. So Brady's coming to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is if you look at betting odds, Cleveland is the favorite to land Tom Brady if he if he decides to leave New England. Wait, what was the point of what? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. The betting right. odds. They're just because because so they, like because Pete No, to play. Baker would like be backup or if okay. he couldn't or if he couldn't accept a backup role for a year and learn, right. like they would just trade him. Because it's okay. it's yeah. it's Tom Brady, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. like the only reason why Tom Brady's not playing for a Super Bowl again this year is because the team around him was it's terrible. Uh-huh. Bad, yeah. Like put Tom Brady on the Browns with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Odell, Jarvis Landry. Like, yeah, okay. Game but over. right, exactly. So we'll see what happens. I, I think McDaniel's going to be the coach. Like I said, I think this interview thing is. More of a formality. If he gets on that plane and he comes to Cleveland tomorrow, I don't think the Browns are going to let him leave without naming him the next head coach. So, we'll see what happens. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be any any we'll be on head coach watch. So, any news that breaks uh, starting tonight, tomorrow, uh, or into the weekend, we'll be posting on social media uh, because it has to do with the Browns. Most likely, it'll probably be me tweeting. So, be on the lookout for that. Uh, all right, so let's get to uh, let's get to what John Beeline said last night. You th- you, you slugs. slugs. Sorry, I almost I almost had a Freudian slip like he did. <laughs> you you fired from slugs. This yeah. Slugs. Yeah. Sorry. At least let me get my last paycheck. <laughs> oh, Jordan. Um. Yeah. So last night it was interesting. I was laying in bed. I was getting ready to go to sleep, and uh, I got this push notification from ESPN that that Woj uh, had a report out on the Cavs. So I looked. I went on Twitter and it said that uh, John Beeline or whatever like uh, calls Cavs thugs in film session. I'm like, wait, what? What is going on? <laughs> and then he had a follow-up tweet that uh, said uh, that he tried to clarify his remarks by saying that he meant to say slugs. <laughs> I'm so Cleveland. Like... <laughs> That really is. Dude, like, I'm sorry, that's really funny. What's up? So when you say slugs, like what? What do you like? They're slow or, or lazy or what yeah, are you so, getting at? So actually, I, I, never, I can't say. So that. when he so so the Cavs players talked about it today, like before the game, and uh, Kevin Love said like it happened like right at the end, and what's being reported is Beeline was 
was actually complimenting the team because he was saying that they were no longer playing like that. Like in the beginning of the year, like when they lost like okay. eight in a row, yeah. it's like, oh, like on defense, you guys are playing like a bunch of slugs. Like you're slow and you're not reacting. Okay, see, and... I actually can understand that. Right, and and him being like damn near 70 years old, like... And, 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 and saying that they're playing like thugs in that context doesn't actually make sense. Right. You know, like I could see if they were right. like getting suspensions but, and they're fighting all but the time. But cancel like, culture and PC right, culture and all true. that's like... Like, like, there's people saying, oh, he's he's a racist because he said thugs. Like, that's utterly ridiculous. I mean, come on. Yeah, I can't say I agree with that. That's first of all, saying. first of all, even if he meant to call them thugs, I, that's not racist. Not everybody on the team is a minority or an African-American player. And not every time. He, he wasn't singling anybody out. <laughs> not every thug is minority. Let's make it. Right, what I mean? yeah, exactly. Like, it's actually kind of mm-hmm. weird when people... I, I get oh, that. People that automatically I play. I do understand. It's a buzzword. Yeah. Well, it's, I understand that some some there's people a connotation do about use it. it in a yes. racist way. Yes. No doubt. But in a situation like this, I I don't think that I don't I don't get that vibe at all from this. And I have no I don't care anything about the Cavs. Well, yeah, right that's now, and I don't care about John whatever his name is. I don't really. I'm a Cavs fan and I don't right, really care. Right, right. Like I see people arguing back and forth about like how Colin Sexton's playing. Like, who cares? He's a 20 year old kid on a team that's going to win 20 games this year. Like, and just let him play. Yeah, right. And you got to think too. I really the slugs. When you explain that context and how the Cavs played in that period he was talking about, it actually does kind of make sense. Right. Weird word to use. I'll say that. It is like, weird. But but again, really weird. but again, he's he's sixty seven years old. <laughs> right, like old like that might be his vocabulary. Maybe that was a thing, like saying, Oh, you're all a bunch of slugs. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you said you said it before the episode and I think I'm gonna do it too. I'm just gonna start calling I wanna, slugs. I wanna call people that now. <laughs> slug. Hey, slugs, get hey, back to work. Slug. Get over here, you slugs. you slugs. But I had a coach in high school that would say that whenever we were slugs, just not like half-assed in practice. <laughs> He's like, "Guys, you're going about defense like just a bunch of slugs. What you got <laughs> stick up your ass or something?" <laughs> Is that Coach Lynch? Nope, never had him. Not uh, sure. He was he was long retired. He's uh, not in Strongsville. I think Avon. He's still uh, coaching. Mm-hmm. No, God. I think he's an assistant. He's like eighty years old. He probably isn't anymore, but. He no. was like he was like seventy years old when I was in high school. <laughs> no, when I was fifteen, I was definitely yeah. being told I was a slug because my defense was poor. Was it was it Coach Collins who listens to our show? Uh no, he, he you know what he probably did. Darren probably called me. Yeah, slug a couple. Coach times. Lepowski, shout out Coach Lip, my sixth grade teacher. Shout out. Yeah, you slug. He's not the, you. He's the set. He's the he's the varsity high school coach now, he right? Is. Yeah, indeed. They're staying. They're pretty good. Wait, the Cavs are playing the Pistons again right now? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think it's a close game right now. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Go Jays. They ain't playing like slugs tonight. Yeah. Green and white, let's fight. Uh, do you guys know who Eddie, Everybody guys, yell green. Gosh, Everybody yell white. Beating a dead horse. Do you guys know who Eddie Johnson <laughs> Literally. is? Yeah. He uh, replied to one of my tweets. Wait, really? Yeah. I wait, was, Eddie Johnson who? Wait. The basketball player. Seriously? Yeah. Hold I, on. He, he said... He, he, I don't know if you've, he's been like... It's the dumbest question you can ask. (laughs) What? He's been on a Twitter tear recently, and he's saying how basketball is failing because people are shooting threes instead of twos in transition. 
And I, that kind of stuff just annoys me. Cause Boomer. I, I, I literally said, I said, man, shut up. The Warriors won three titles doing stuff like this. And he responded, nah, stoop. I think you meant to say stop. Isn't that weird? No, I think, you, I think that, that might be slang stupid. for like stupid. Yeah, oh, stupid. okay. Well, what did he say after that? Nothing. He just, oh. said, he just said, nah, stoop. No, he, that, that probably meant stop. That's weird. Yeah, I just find that weird. Who thing. did he play for? I don't. I don't uh, he made his name with like the Kings and the or uh, Kings Phoenix and I think Wait, Seattle. What's his name? Eddie Johnson. Eddie so, Johnson. So Never this is how I know of Eddie Johnson. Yeah. He actually scored a buzzer beater in the 1997 Western Conference Finals for Houston. Interesting. And, yeah, we won a game because of him. So that's how I know of him. Huh. Sounds like a slug to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a ah! I guess he's Washed the up. I guess he's the leading scorer for bet for six men. Like he's got the most points for six men, and he was consistently a. Ah! <laughs> so yeah, well, Eddie Johnson anybody, killed him. Anybody responding to some dude on Twitter named Nuevo Nuevo Jordan? Jordan is, is a slug. Yeah, they are. You are a, a slug. Eddie Jordan. Johnson. Thanks for the buzzer beater. But you're a slug. Come on, this is the worst. Dude, Johnson was before your time. I don't think I ever brought this up. I uh, sat next to Don King. Okay, a, were you being serious? Okay, that was this serious? I, I was dead serious. Get out of here. I have a picture of it. Why yeah, I looked at it. Like regular I did, did, planes. Is it worth? I would like I, to. I, I swear on my mother's grave that it was. <laughs> did John you actually King. Go walk did up to him and be like, "Hi, hey, hey, Mr. King"? I okay. So listen, it was a <coughs> seven a.m. flight. I was going to Florida. I was by yeah. myself. It was like the fourth or fifth row. So he was flying out of Cleveland. Flying out of Cleveland. He's Wait, from Cleveland he's originally. From Cleveland. He's from Cleveland. I, I, oh, I that makes right. sense. So now I had, that actually yes, does. He's from Cleveland. I had no connected. idea. Like this dude comes in. If you ever see pictures of him, he has like all the flags. He was carrying flags. Stop. I swear to God. <laughs> and he sits down. He's like, "Happy holidays, everybody!" Oh my God. And he sits down like right. So he's next to me, but one row above or one row ahead. And I'm just what? on my phone, and the dude next to me hits me. He's like, hey, you know who that is? I was like, honestly, no. He's like, it's Don King. I'm like, the promoter? He's like, yeah, he's from Cleveland. I'm like, why is he on the 7 a.m. JetBlue flight? According to Wikipedia, he is worth $150 million. I and he's flying. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, so That's hilarious. Like, Mr. King, you want anything? Like, can we help you out? Wow. It's 7.30 in the morning. This dude busts out a Cinnabon. And he's oh. going to town on it before 7.30 in the morning. Okay. Oh, my God. So uh, wow. I didn't shake his hand, but he almost hit me in the head. Wait, when, um, wait. When when else would you eat a Cinnabon? Not 7.30 in the morning. Wait, what are you talking about? Isn't that about? a morning food? breakfast food. You... Cinnabon? Okay. Cinnaroll. Okay, Zoomer or Z, Gen, Gen. When do, you, when do you eat a Cinnabon? What a terrible way to start your day with 2,000 calories. Well, I, I, well, I don't disagree with that. But... People eat, like, burgers for breakfast. Like, that's not the point. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but, like, okay, you know cinnamon what? roll is, like, a common, like, breakfast type I, yeah, I was gonna pastry. Say, I, feel like, I feel like it's very breakfasty. Uh, more, more like, like seven, like, seven like, is too if, early. If you were to make, you know what? Early. Talk about a t- the, if you were to you, make a top ten breakfast foods of the 2010s. A cinnamon, a cinnabon right. has to be cinnamon toast crunch. I mentioned he had a diet Pepsi with him too. Oh god, oh, yeah, well, okay. that's disgusting. Diet Pepsi yeah, and that's cinnamon. Weird. But anyway, so we got up from the flight. Like it, it, um, Bro, we landed. One hundred fifty million dollars. He can do whatever. And he, he, wants. And he was opening <laughs> up. Uh, I actually helped him out. So he put his bag in the overhead <laughs> compartment. Yes. 
<laughs> and he put his bag in the overhead compartment, and he thought it was on one side. I'm like, no, I'm like, it's actually right here. And he opens it, and he almost hits me in the head, and I duck. Oh, you like, should have let him hit you. <laughs> he's like, oh, my bad, young man. He's like, I didn't mean to do that. He's like, you're all right now. <laughs> should have asked him how Mike Tyson's I doing. I should have just fell down. Oh, Did no. he? Didn't he promote Mike Tyson? Yeah, yeah. they don't like each other. This is Mike Tyson. Oh, okay. I'm going to read the names he's promoted real quick. Yeah, yeah. Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, he's George Foreman, Larry Holmes, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, Holyfield, Holyfield. Hul- Julio Cesar Chavez. Yep. Uh, Ricardo Mayorga, Andrew Golota, I don't know who that is, Bernard Hopkins, Felix Trinidad, Roy Jones Jr., Asuma Nelson, and Marco Antonio Barrera. Yeah, he's a legend. You only need to know, like, the first five of those. Yeah, I was going to say, after Holyfield, he got, like, real Holyfield. Holyfield. It's, like, only one of the most famous boxers of all time. He got his ear bit off by Mike Tyson. I do know who that is. You could, uh... Holyfield. I'm so sorry, Mr. Holyfield. Guy's been through a lot. He was just just sitting Uh, there. Wow. So apparently he he's killed people before. Yep. Who? King. Yep. yep. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. In 1954, King shot a man in the back after spotting him trying to rob one of his gambling houses. Holy crap! This incident was ruled a justifiable homicide. Get this: in 1967, King was convicted of non-negligent manslaughter for stomping one of his employees to death. What? And you, you you were almost his next victim. <laughs> yeah. He almost took you out on the plane. He almost did. He, oh. was, he was pardoned by Ohio Governor James A. Rhodes, whoever that is, but he was pardoned in 1983 for stomping one of his employees <laughs> to death. What? That's Talk crazy. About they at the office. Oh, right? oh wow! This is—I actually know both of these. He—he he promoted the Thrilla in Manila. Thrilla Manila, and yeah. And the Rumble in the. That's at Thrilla Manila. That's what uh, the movie Ali's based off yeah, of. Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. And he almost took me out. Yeah, you'd have been his next victim. He probably gotten pardoned by Trump. Isn't he a Trump supporter? I, I don't know. Who cares? I'm pretty sure. He is. <laughs> Did he have his MAGA hat in, in his overhead compartment? <laughs> That's, he has like a whole, he just has like a whole bunch of MAGA hats. That's all he brought. Just tons no, the of thing is, does he a, still have all his hair? Uh, he was wearing a hat. It was oh, two so and probably half, not. It was, a two and a, it was a two and a half hour flight. Not once did he have headphones in. He was staring straight at the screen. No sound. He was just staring straight ahead for two and a half hours. Like, like that guy. That guy's like, listening to anything. Right, but like, could you imagine? Like, if if you had the, if you had that the life that that guy's had, like, like, so much. like, you're just going through all the different stories of your life, like, yeah, in, that, in your head, your like, like, holy crap, this happened to me. Like, I don't need to listen to like Man, podcast at that point. Do you remember when I? I got my own experiences. Do you remember when I stopped my employee to death? Yeah. But one dude walked past him. He's like, Mr. Thanks, King, I just brother. wanted to say it's an honor. It's an honor to meet you. I'm like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Kill two uh, people. From what I remember of Don King, he's also very famous for frauding a lot of boxers. Yeah. Like, like he's, yeah. Like, yeah like, him and Tyson don't get along well. Like, yeah. He's yeah. not the greatest dude Which is interesting because uh, doesn't – or no, he did. Tyson had like a, like one of the biggest mansions like in the country, and it was in Ohio. Mike Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> the, the Michael Scott. This is Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. Yeah, that was. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Well, train back on the track. All right, Dan. I do have one preview. Yeah, let's talk about. Oh, it. I'm sorry. Yeah, preview. Uh, it's actually wilds away. I didn't realize. It's literally. It's a wilds it's, away. It's a month away, folks. It's way over. Young. But speaking of cinnabons, and, right. and popular breakfast food. We're not talking about cinnabons. Oh, popular breakfast foods. Yes. 
Donut Fest yeah. is I'm sorry, not a big donut guy, and I didn't know that this is the fourth annual Donut Fest, but it's the fourth. Um, it is going on at a place called Red Space. It looks really cool. If anyone's getting married or having any kind of kind of party, look it up. It costs thirty five dollars to get into this thing. Uh, this we're, we're okay. The... I'm getting to this. I'm getting to this. So it's on twenty four hundred Superior Avenue in Cleveland. Uh, tickets are available January tenth. The VIP session, which I'm telling you right now, I don't care. No one, I mean, they're not going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth it. Don't pay $50 to go to this event. But VIP gives you early access to the festival. Don't know why that's important, but you get early access. Tickets to taste donuts from all the vendors. Three coffee tickets, a Donut Fest mug, and a goodie bag. Uh, that is 9 to 10.30 a.m. on February the 8th. Regular sessions start at 10.30 a.m. They go to 12 p.m. And then there's a second. That's 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. They cost $35. Very expensive. <laughs> I put on here, it includes everything the VIP offers except for the mug. <laughs> so unless you're a big mug person, Some people just are. do the regular one. Sounds like something Don um, King. But, but yeah. what is interesting it, What is interesting is looking at the list the of vendors. The list of vendors, yeah. So we got, it's not. It's a donut fest, but right. if you're into a, coffee... It's also a good yeah. All the major... Well, not all of them, but a lot of the major uh, <coughs> coffee vendors in the city will when be there, too. So, uh, what? When is this again? January, uh, February 8th. Maybe. So, a list of, list of vendors. Peace, love, and little donuts right love over it. here in West Park. Cat love too. it. Uh, There's more than one location. Oh, really? Yeah. Cat? There's a few. Oh, I have no idea. Anyways... Brew nuts. Yep. There's only one location of that. Cleveland Cold Brew Coffee. Never heard of this place, but it sounds interesting. Erie Island Coffee Company. I'm sure yep. we all know that. You probably know that. You have to know that, right? Yeah. Been there yeah. tons of times. Some place. Oh, I, okay. Obvious Coffee Company. This is not in Cleveland. It's like in a suburb. Don't remember where, but I've tried it at the West West Lake Farmers Market before. Pretty cool place. Um, Urban Farmer, which is a restaurant downtown, yep. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's at one of the hotels, I think. Joe Max Coffee Company. They have a location downtown and mm-hmm. throughout the city, I think. I, uh, Mosina Coffee. Um, this is not a storefront. They just they they source and sell coffee. Uh, Ali, uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry, Ali, who was on the show before. <laughs> You're I'm, mispronouncing everything. I mean, everything's just a mess today. Talking. Do you remember, remember, Ali. Remember Ali? Uh, the famous boxer. Yeah. Yes, the famous Got boxer. It. No, she's the artist that we had yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ellie. She, if I remember Ellie correctly, Henry. Ellie Henry. If I remember correctly, she's taking pictures for Mosina Coffee, so that's kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, Solstice Coffee and Tea. Never heard of it. Fiona's Coffee Bar and Bakery, Circles on the Square, and Holy Toledo Donuts. Ha So yeah, list of vendors. <laughs> that's really all I got. <laughs> We're on Damn. the air, Jimmy. Damn. Well, that's really all I got. And for previews, I'll, I'll find some more stuff soon. But <laughs> if you want to spend thirty-five dollars to eat donuts and coffee, be my guest. I'll be there. I'm yeah, about you. it does actually sound like a really cool event. All right, boys, let's wrap it up. What's the move this weekend? What are we doing? I am. I'm gonna go first because I just started talking. <laughs> I am really into the new show and based off the video game and book, The Witcher. So I'm going to be watching that. All weekend. I'm going to be playing Skyrim because I'm into that as well right now. And I will be watching my Texans play the Chiefs on Sunday. Watch Jordan's lose gonna, to the Chiefs Jordan's got a Sunday. chill weekend going. Wait, are you okay if they lose? Uh, I mean, I can live with a Texans loss. 
I can't live things I can't live with. Houston Rockets losses and Tottenham Hotspur losses. But I can live with the Texans losses. I was with him during there's no way he's gonna be he's gonna be pissed. Okay, if they lose. it's Houston. Of course I'm gonna be excited. Especially if it's close. And or upset. disappointed. He was literally screaming at Bills fans okay. yelling, I'm not even gonna say it. No, but obscenities. <laughs> yes. Nah, what do you mean? Nah. <laughs> We should have subjective. Drop more f bombs in <laughs> a three-hour span that I've ever heard in my life. No it was frustrating. It was a frustrating game. Uh, I will be watching that game. <coughs> Actually, I'm probably going to my dad's house to watch that because I just want to watch that in peace. Nice. And yeah, so that's my plans. James. Um. Yeah. What's, what's the big move so, this weekend? Mother Teresa with that yeah. wrap on your head. Babushka. Babushka. Yeah, babushka. Um. Well, I started, uh, said this off air, started The Sopranos finally, so Ooh. I'm going to probably binge that. Um, I'll be in Kent this weekend, so catch me there. Uh, I know nobody's going to catch me there. So uh, next weekend, that was a big weekend. I'm uh, not going to say what it is. We'll say that next episode. Next weekend? Next weekend's a big weekend. Yes. Oh, uh, fights? Uh, that too, but that's not what I'm talking Wait, about. Wait, what are you talking what are, about? Yeah, we'll talk about it off air. Off air. Off air. Um, Sopranos this weekend. Might hit up a brewery or two. Wait, oh, what? Wait. How come we're not invited? I think there's something in Kent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to find All something right. in Kent to go right. to. Maybe a local coffee shop. Okay. Pretty chill. Class starts next week. Uh, last semester for your boy. He's officially in the real world after yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. All right. All right, Babushka. Nobody's right for me. Uh, me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we also have something, not like big or important going on, but it's next weekend. But we'll have to talk about Ooh, that also we'll after. We'll be talking about that next week. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not really what I'm doing this weekend, but we forgot to mention it. Um, we're actually going to be doing a pizza challenge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. In the next couple weeks, so uh, I kind of want to yeah. participate. Are you serious? I kind of want to. You think you could do it? No, but I want to try. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so we'll talk about this more next week, but uh, I've been talking with uh, one of the guests we've had, Brett Hoyer, about something he wants to do, and we're going to do it during the show because I feel like it would be hilarious because I think there's not a snowball's chance in hell that he could actually do this. Hold but... on. You know what? I want to I want to face off. Ooh. Yeah, do a little face off. Ooh, face off. All right. Interesting. How right. delightful. We'll talk about we'll talk about that more next week. Um, but yeah, for me this weekend, uh, just trying to be chill. Um, the winter is usually like chill mode for me. Um, literally you, and figuratively, you. huh? I don't know what that means, but chill. It's cold. Got it. Ha! Ah. Got it. <laughs> worst moment. Got it. Yeah, Can it is. February, it really is. The worst. Um, but yeah, not much really planned as of yet. That's usually how my weekends go. I don't usually plan a lot, but I usually end up doing stuff anyway. So we'll see what happens. Church on Sunday, and then uh, I don't have a dog in the fight, but I'll be watching football all weekend. So oh, there's yes. some good games. I gotta oh just yeah, say, this is the aside, best. This uh, is the best uh, weekend for oh, NFL. Is the divisional week. Uh, uh, divisional aside weekend. from the fact that I ha- I'm real hyped about the Texans game, there's some legitimately amazing games, and I can't yeah. wait to watch it. Yeah, Packers, Seahawks. Oh yes. Uh, in Lambeau, which is yes. like, it's just, it's like, it's always a better. party over there. Yeah, man. it's like, yeah, it's like Jerusalem for football. <laughs> Lambeau much. Field is is the Holy Land. Uh, Not Foxborough? And then uh, Minnesota and, San, no, 
God, no, not Foxborough. And uh, Minnesota-San Francisco actually has a chance to be, I think, might be the I best game of the whole weekend. Great game. And then, like you said, Houston and uh, Kansas City will be a really good game. That could be real um, offensive. That could be wacky offensive. And then Baltimore, Baltimore and Tennessee. I you, think you, going to be a blowout. You think, you'd think that Baltimore would probably walk away with it, but here's one thing about Lamar Jackson is he still has to prove it in the playoffs. He got trucked in the playoffs last year. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, that is uh, pretty much going to do it for us this week. So, oh, um, check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. Uh, Steve has got a coaching search, GM search piece. Is it posted? Not yet. It's going to be posted. Uh, So check out the website. Um, Also go to our website for all the embedded links to all of our episodes. All the the links are up. So so we've got that. You can listen to all of our episodes. Um, I've been listening to some past episodes. Some pretty funny parts. We'll have to do like a bet, like a best of episode. That'd be a lot of work, but yeah. But yeah, maybe that's something we start now. Yeah, for like (laughs) that I like tab. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. That's going to do it for us. So follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Like I said, we'll be uh, posting on the Browns coaching search. Uh, Browns hope to have a coach in place this weekend. So we'll see what happens. I hope it's Josh McDaniels, but we'll see. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for us. So for Jordan and Jimmy, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land. This is episode 89, and we will catch you guys next week. Later. Peace out. Bye.